0: Man, it's, hard on here. it's hard getting on here. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, it's hard getting What's on here. Up with it, man? It's hard to get in
0: here, ain't
1: it? Yep. I ain't did a clubhouse room in forever, man.
0: I know. I'm supposed to do one today or two, but I don't. I don't think it's happening.
1: Man, I was just like, man, I ain't. I haven't done a podcast. I haven't done. Um, a rumor on Clubhouse—it's been forever, man.
0: And I saw something—I don't know—it flashed on my phone or something. I don't know if this just somebody talking. The clubhouse going away?
1: Yeah, it's um, it's rumored that uh, Clubhouse will be ending in September, but there has been nothing to, you know, no uh-huh. official word. It's just kind of like floating around clubhouse for the most part that is probably gonna it might be sold it might be closed up but who knows right right but you know you know how it goes man you know the rummer mill is gonna rummer mill
0: mm yep oh my yeah, w- wife is in carolina my son's at work i'm chilling <laughs>
1: That is the life. It is nap time. The boys are down. I was like, you know, I got about a good hour uh, to myself, and then I got to wake up and um, got a couple of the fellas coming through to play some cards and kick mm-hmm. it. So I got to clean out the garage.
0: What kind of cards? <laughs> what kind of cards uh, you put? What kind of cards you
1: play? Spades, huh? man. I'm a spades okay. player, man. Yeah. I'm
0: gonna have a big one. Spades and a whiz. It with both of those nah, I heard, dude, yeah, every I weekend that. I used to go every
1: weekend and play cards every Yeah weekend. I had um I play Uno and Spades man those are my two games I always get crushed in dominoes so I don't even try to like put myself out there anymore <laughs> <laughs> I stick I stick with what I know mm mm-hmm. Mhm yeah but. Uh, but ain't ain't nothing too much man i'm excited excited to be doing some you know mm-hmm. bringing it back you know new dad for the second time yeah uh, yeah so you know a lot of changes a lot of work changes so it's been it's been going um it's has been a lot of twists and turns what up mike what's up mike yeah
0: what's up y'all
1: i'm here i'm at the apple store for a little second but hey about to get
0: that iphone 18 yeah nah. <laughs> yeah <Nah>. man <laughs> <laughs> slipped up with that but no nah, not there yet
1: yeah you know i was about to get the 14 pro max but i did like a couple youtube videos and i was like ah, oh, it's about the same so i'll just hold on to it till something better comes <laughs>
0: It's gotta be major changes for me to get my phone upgraded. It's gotta mm-hmm. be major changes. If it's a change I barely notice, I don't bother with it.
1: <laughs> Facts. I think I went if from my a nine AirPods to a 12. Was,
0: if my AirPods was not messing up, I wouldn't even be here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just bought some, I got some uh, I bought two pair of uh, little pods for um Prime Day. I should get the Apple ones, man, but it's just, you know, when you see that like. Five thousand reviews, four and a half stars for twenty bucks, and then the reviews is like, "This is just good as the AirPods." I just can't help myself, man.
0: <laughs> oh, what brand did you get?
1: I don't know. I gotta, I gotta pull them up. I got like two of them on Prime Day. I still got boxes in here, man. I'm gonna get in trouble when you when you start looking at money.
0: I don't know. I tell everybody, Amazon is the death of the world man what but man they make it so easy (laughs) whatever you want you can get from amazon (laughs) whatever you want yeah sometimes oh we have it to you by the end of the day
1: (laughs) that's a fact (sighs) man good old amazon days man
0: yeah I was wondering, I said, Okay, it was like eight o'clock in the morning. I said, yeah, we have it by five. I said, Okay, now how are they getting it to me so quick? And then I realized I said, Oh, yeah, that's right. We got a new Amazon place like two miles from my house.
1: <laughs> mm. That's a fact, man. But What's going on with your genealogy world, man?
0: You had you had any headway on that marsh? Uh, Milton? Man, it's 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 just blowing up. Um my sister I told my sister um about everything. The one okay. So she's in the know. Um she ordered a test. So she's get she's gonna have her DNA done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um she should be getting it the test right about now because it's been like a, a week two weeks so she should have probably already got the test and um on the other side on 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 my father's side um no headway in getting um my second cousin's father to take the test Mm -hmm. and we're trying to get um his aunt to take the test but um my second cousin's father he is not like on speaking terms with him so and he's tried to get him to take the test before and he wouldn't but um they have they have ties close to me you know they're from close to where i live and mm-hmm. stuff um and of course you know um my mother is still you know Lips closed. <laughs> Absolutely. I understand. He ain't, ain't saying she ain't telling us nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my last resort is to ask one of my supposedly biological father's sisters to take the test. Yep. That That's would totally be the my movie. last resort, you know, because I don't want to uh, shake up nothing before it really needs to be shaken up.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you find out, do you have a name or what you, who
0: you think? What we think, what I think it is, it is my, I know, I know the, the person that I'm been in contact with. I know his father is, is, well, I know his father is not my biological father, but I believe my biological father and his father are first cousins.
2: Mmm.
0: You know, and yeah. and and my cousin, he said that their grandfather, his grandfather, had you know a bunch of sprinkle kids out there. You know, so mm. you okay. know it could be difficult. Yeah, you let's go
1: zoom and like break it down because I was looking over mm-hmm. it like right after i finished talking to you i think that evening and the next day i really went through it as well and i'm kind of leaning more towards of what you what you're talking about
0: because mm-hmm. i i really believe he um and and the other other second cousin who i believe is the second cousin haven't had no answer from that person and he doesn't know who that is he's tried to reach reach them um and Um, there's one other person, the top three on my father's side, the top three, um, the third person has contacted me, but they don't know, um, they don't know him, you know, I think they had the same last name, Shedrick, but she didn't know him. And so
1: I, I, I'm, I'm, it's I don't know. one of those things you got to kind of play it how it comes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, those matches keep coming out, they, you know,
0: mm-hmm. you know. And and I really believe that my father and his father are first cousins. I really believe that. That's that's got mm. that. I really do. I really believe that, you know. Cause he's, cause um, Shedrick. He's or Kyle, I keep saying Shedrick. Kyle. Um, now he he's in there as Kyle Richie. He he's yeah. managed by Kyle Richie, but his mother's maiden name is Richie. And he he Kyle Richie is him. He changed his name where he started using his his father's name, which is uh-huh. Shed. So it's Kyle Richie Shedrick. You know. Um but um it's just it's it's just crazy because you know, all of his relatives are from close to where I'm from may have lived absolutely with, like you know just a few minutes from me, you know growing up, so you know, and they got a whole bunch of relatives in Colombia yeah
1: man south carolina that's a maze
0: because
1: mm-hmm. it's like everybody's like interconnected in some way so
0: right 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 man it's like your biological
1: father is probably related to your father you know what i mean it's just so many like
0: families across you know cross-connected and you know way back you know hmm and you know they probably someone probably came from the same plantation but took on different names and junk like that you know
1: yeah so i did a tree where the father the father and mother has different names from three of her children (laughs) because (laughs) they're taking on different names you know being sold they just remember the name that you know, they came from, so they use right. that name, and right. those kids, you know it's just it's so intricate, and that's the one thing so I was working on this tree, my man's tree out of you know his family's from out of Texas, but his uh ancestors were moved there, you know, like Panola county, like cotton country, Texas, and, <coughs> right um I said like that's the thing like when people compare like white people to black people, they forget about that because
0: white people were
1: building, white people were moving to new places and new lands and still maintaining their family connections,
0: right? They were doing
1: business between their families. So for persons from so if your grandfather's from Virginia, your dad moves to North Carolina where you're raised and then you get up and go to Texas. And you know, so now you got a network between Virginia, South Carolina, and Texas, Uh, a cousin in Tennessee, but while they were doing that, they were breaking black families up over and over and over again.
0: Yep. And yep.
1: so, you know, we're we're dealing with the um, the splinter of our people, and they're you know,
0: you know how it goes. But and you know, and just like my mother, like she married someone whose last name was Clink Scales, and her great would well, be my great great grandparent my great great grandfather his name is Essex and he came from the clinkscale plantation okay in in the same area where we're from and we go back even further on her on her mother on her mother's side there were also clink scales, like like my fifth or fourth or fifth great grandparent, there were clink scales. You know, so you know, it's pos- it's quite possible, you know, they're related way back somewhere, or either they just took on the name, you know what I'm saying? And one of the one of the slave owners wrote a book about it and it talked about my great great grandfather in there and how he was a um, overseer but he was one of those um kind as you say kind overseers they didn't according to that according to that slave owner's son they didn't beat their slaves okay it's possible but they didn't beat their slaves and stuff and my great-grandfather was a runner and you know he ran away and, he, and they got him back and he ended up being an overseer for something like 20 some years but then he eventually ran away again for good you know, but I thought that was really, really interesting.
3: Hey, uh, man, you can't play semantics on who treated you nicer.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? overseer is an overseer. Yeah, yeah, but I I get you though. You got this. You got to do.
4: What's up, Kelly? What's good, brother? Ray milk family. What's going on?
1: Man, nothing much, man. Just, I just wanted to open up, talk a little genealogy, man. It's been a little minute. Uh, I see.
4: Look, I ain't see your, uh, text late. So I said, let me get up in here.
1: Yeah, like my like clubhouse wasn't working for a little bit, so I was like, eh. But then it
3: it started coming through. But yeah, man, I'm, you know, excited. But man, you know, you know me just doing trees. I'm uh, just getting back into the groove
1: of things, really. You know, fresh off the baby number two. You know, taking some time off of work, focusing on family. So. Feels good to get back to talking this genealogy, you know.
4: You slipped a little bit though, Ray. When you when you said baby number two, you were supposed to hit that. Uh, uh,
1: uh. <laughs> hey man, them them kids is exhausting. I'm taking a nap break.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right.
1: Yeah, man. Any any headway with your um with your biological father side of the family?
4: Uh, I didn't. I ain't narrowed down um, where he at, but uh, yo, man, we you know we started a foundation, man. That whole uh, the side that I traced back to uh, Guinea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. We're going over there. Supposed to be received as royalty um, in 2024 from the whole Guinea uh, congregation over there. We had folk come up um, like last month. They brought a whole squad up here, came through, tied in all the stuff where, like, my DNA ties directly to their DNA over there and the rest of the uh, descendants. So um, that's moving real smooth. Like I said, uh, we're in the last phase of um, the the state part of the corporation for the, um, the corporation we started. We're going to be doing work in Guinea, but then working here in America with black and brown kids giving back. And so it's, it's been an amazing journey, bro. Just continue to connect dots. And I was laughing because as Milton was talking about uh, uh, clink scales, one of my relatives on that side, um, on that whole paternal side, is a clink scale too. So I just thought that was funny. Yeah. Quite. Quite funny,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm Um... I just did
3: something with some click sales, too. I can't remember what tree. I did like four trees in the last two weeks.
4: Hey, Ray, I got to get to that new museum down in uh, Charleston, too, bro.
1: Oh, man. Isn't that exciting?
4: Yeah, man. I I was down there last week, but they, they, they out like a whole two weeks before they can even get anybody. So I'm going to get the tickets and then go down there because it's like a a three-and-a-half-hour ride for me.
0: Yeah, they were talking about it on the the news up here um, about it um, last week. Yeah,
1: I got to get down. I got to get down there, man.
4: Yo, if you go there, man, you can't go there without going to Beaufort. I hated Beaufort when I was in the uh, Army because, man, (laughs) we were trained some Marines in uh, Paris Island, It's a different kind of uh, humidity down there, but there's so much uh, history tied to to African-American descendants. And um, uh, Harriet Tubman spent three years down That's the first integration of uh, spies, particularly women, and and then also being Black and how that land was defended down there by people of color and the history. That was the first place, the Penn Center was the first place that they even had a uh, schooling for Blacks since reconstruct, uh, since reconstruction. And also, uh, what was the other piece down there? Man, it was so much history down there. It was crazy. So they only like 40 minutes apart. So if you hit one, you got to hit both.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna set, I'm gonna set something up, man. I want to, um, I want to get down there. I do have some exciting news. Um, this is, kind of the thing I've been working really, really hard on for the last two weeks, and I'm super excited. So, my grandfather, he passed away in 2002, but he was a Montfort Point Marine. You know, those are the Black Marines that desegregated uh, the Marine Corps in World War II, and I've been working really hard on this, and honestly, it's been hot and cold, but I really heated up these last few months, and we're in the process of uh getting uh my grandfather awarded the congressional gold medal so you know it's the highest highest medal congress could give you and they awarded all Montfort from point marines eligibility for that so i'm trying to set right, so I'm almost, we almost there but man this is um it's probably I'm, i I just can't describe how like fulfilled i am and know i brought you know we we bringing this thing home we almost there
3: That's, that's real
0: writing,
4: boy. Yeah, man. Hey, man, it was gloomy where I was at. The sun came out after you dropped that, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man. My pop-pop, that was my man. You know, he, not only did he, um, you know, he was part of the people that desegregated the United States Marine Corps. He was, um, he also, uh, desegregated the Baltimore City Homicide Department. And that's the department uh, that show The Wire, that's the police department uh, that is based off of. And he was the first, one of the first African-American uh, homicide detectives in 1952. In no, 1954, I believe. And he retired. And even his obituary says, uh, legendary homicide detective. So you know. So I'm just, you know, so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to merge it to. He passed away in 2002, and he, so I'm trying to, like, have a ceremony in Baltimore where I can incorporate the Marine Corps, Baltimore, and the Baltimore City Homicide Department. So I've been reaching out to all parties. I reached out to the History Department at, uh, with the Marine Corps, and they're doing research on his unit and everything he did. Uh, you know, I reached out to all the organizations that he was a part of as well, so uh I'm really, really excited to you know have something nice for him. I'm kinda mapping out September, but you know we hope so, yeah, man, but that's pretty much all I've been so I did a few trees for a few people. I'm really working on this metal. Um, You know, you know, prime day. Got a couple of DNA tests, so I'm, I'm waiting for them. Sent them out, waiting for them to come back. So super hype about that, man. Hey, man, and also, man, my dog EJ, man, that's the, this is the reason, like, I'm still working on his tree, but he, he kind of, he, working with him kind of dictated the last few months of my research. Because I think I was more into, like, going back and building and building the trees, and we all do that, but now is more into, like, mapping, mapping the white families mapping the black family, I mean, mapping the white families and also mapping, you know, our people genetically to figure out who came from what, who went where, i.e. like he has, you know, his family in Texas, you could trace them from Alabama to North Carolina, um, some South Carolina families. And then I'm starting to work on like the white families and their family structure and see how they kind of splintered. And some went here, some went there. And um, yeah, it's um, it's, it's extremely challenging because it's like you know, in the genealogy community, I don't think um, DNA is fully, fully embraced. So it's hard presenting um, research and ancestors and putting families together all with different names, just off genetic mapping and no paperwork to show for it. <laughs> Like you do, you pull wheels and stuff like that to kind of back that case. But, you know, that's that's probably, that's the toughest thing, man. This is probably the toughest year of my research, man. I don't know how you guys do it. I think I took that for granted because my family is from Virginia. So since my family is from VA, I just automatically, I can go back, I can go back, and then I could... Do research now. It's about reaching out and reaching down to like those Alabama, Mississippi, and looking at lines that I can identify all the way back to the 1700s and say, okay, I know he go, my ancestors 1700s, I can map that out. But these 20, 30 centimorgan matches are from Tennessee, Alabama. So how do they mix? How do they mesh with them? Let me look at their names. Let me look at those families names and be like, damn, Okay, so their last name is Stewart. And then you start looking at the white people in the area and you see that, you know, you see a Stewart family, but the wife's maiden name is Coleman and my ancestors' last name is Coleman. And then you start mapping a white family and realizing, oh, damn, the people, they came from this plantation and moved out to Tennessee and took people with them when they left Virginia. And so now you can reach out to these people and be like, Hey, you know, I know your tree uh, ends at 1840 and yeah, your fourth great grandfather says he's from Virginia, but you have nothing, but here's what I have. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's a different level, man. Yeah.
0: it's, It's when you, when you're doing it by yourself and there's nobody else in your family that's interested that's hard for me you know or getting people to want to do the dna test that's that's what's been my my difficulties you know nobody seems to see the connection of how this could be good you know so the struggle is still going on
1: yeah they don't do that man they don't um I would say that nobody cares. <laughs> and that's just like, it has to be given to you. That's how I look at it now. I don't look at it like uh, nobody's interested, nobody cares. But this has to be like, I feel like the ancestors has to have to drop this on you. Or the creator has to drop this on you and say, this is your vision. Like, because people usually, like they dip in, they weave in and out of uh genealogy or they may become a part of a collective or crew or uh, a a certain belief system and who they think they are where they come from and they kind of dive into it like that but not really
0: (laughs) it gotta be in you man yeah um somebody hit my my nephew up he is a relative on his father's side of the family and he's trying to locate who his biological father is and mother because he's adopted. I'm like, Oh gosh, another adoptee deep, deep in the, in the, in the, in the history. Um, but I haven't answered him yet. <laughs> you know, yeah, you gotta,
1: you gotta put, you gotta brace for impact with adoptees, I, know. I love working with them, but you know, it's a, it's a heavy lift.
4: Man, I tell you, Ray, you said something a minute ago. Uh, like so, when I was going in it, trying to explore and grab the data, the records, and DNA for my side of him, I had a a great aunt who, man, she would just call me. She was at like ninety five at the time, and she would just be spitting all this information out. And I'm like, what is she doing? But to your point. At the same time, I was going through my own transformation at that moment. And so it was that tugs. I got the ancestors downloading stuff into me. And I have this aunt who just, I mean, she wouldn't give you a chance to write. Now, now, it might be one o'clock in the morning when she calling me. And it's a like, brrr. And so I started paying attention and learning to catch everything she was saying. And she died at 99, but she gave me so much headway in terms of, information the connections the intersections and I so I had a place to go grab the records because she pointed me in the right direction but had I you know been in my own space and wasn't paying attention as well as listening to what was being um, what I would say filtered in me at that moment and doing the due diligence and the research and understanding that although other people should have had that information, it wasn't their task. And so that was on me to be able to embrace and then take it and understand that at 97 years old, she was essentially saying she was passing the baton because she died two years after that. And um, actually left a really nice letter to me. um, And she must, I don't know how long ago she wrote it, but uh, her daughter gave it to me. And so I'm just glad that I listened. Uh, attentively, I wish I'd have been able to grab more, particularly not only from her, but from her mother, who I got a chance to spend a great deal of time when I moved from Philadelphia to North Carolina. So we got to be able to answer the call when it's when they call us.
1: Man, that is the truth, my brother. I think the biggest thing that I live with now is like the the elders that really did it. I just moved back. Uh, you know, I was out west in the military and then when they transferred me to uh, to the East Coast, I got back to the city like, hey, I can't wait to, man. I mean, you can look at the obituaries. It's like, I got there in 2010, it's like 06, 07, 08, 09, 2010. I'm like, damn. <laughs> you know? And I think since my family, uh, my mother's side of the family, they're so close together, like, you know having kids at 18 17 20 so you know it's i think when families are that tight if the elders are not around information gets lost in the process so yeah, hey, man but that's why we um that's why we can move this dna like we do and uh break through barriers that we couldn't normally do and you know a lot of that came from uh that You know, remember that, um, Jordan, I sent you on CNN with, uh, Victor Blackwell, like that whole thing was, uh, done with genetic genealogy. Like there was no correlation. There was no paperwork to map these two together. My third great grandmother, um, I mean, she's a phenomenal woman, man. She was a landowner, um, she was a she was a business owner. She had in 1905 she purchased 25 acres of land. In 1900, uh, she she is the head of household, and she never married because she wanted to maintain that political leverage of having that last name uh, of a wealthy family. But also, uh, I'm not sure if it was a consensual or not. But she had kids by the other wealthy family, uh, a wealthy white man of that county. And so uh, she was a phenomenal black woman that leveraged every tool in her tool belt to, you know, put her family ahead. So, you know, that next generation, my second great-grandfather, he expanded from 100, I mean, from 25 acres to 125. And then my great-grandparents, they the ones that moved to Baltimore and D.C. and got into real estate politics, longshoremen, uh, business owners. And that entrepreneur spirit trickled down generation after generation. And when I look at how I move and the things that I was given, nobody knows this history, but it's in us because it was instilled, you know? And that's
3: just a powerful tool, man. DNA is is an amazing thing, my brother. I ain't up too much though, man. Sitting here doing some
1: research. Just wanna chop it up with my with my folk. It's been a it's been a few months.
3: I'm gonna do some more stuff soon though. I ain't gonna leave the streets hungry, man. <laughs> What's that? anybody else wanna come up?
1: Uh I probably got another good twenty minutes in me. I gotta get ready for this barbecue, man.
3: I gotta get on this grill. I need y'all boys to come up too, man. Carolina, Virginia ain't far,
4: bro. You ain't said nothing slick to a can of oil, man. <laughs>
1: maybe Labor's, maybe Labor Day, I'll have an event or something like that, and I'll you know
0: highlight y'all. Yeah, set something up. Yeah. I could drop it in my on my DC cousins while I'm up that
4: way. <laughs> I know y'all bought. I, mean, I was just in Whitley County, man. Huh? I was just in Whitley County. What?
3: That's a lot of research out there.
4: Yeah, that's where that uh, most of my that paternal side. A lot of them out there, like Hopewell, Petersburg. So yeah, I was supposed to come up there this week, but uh, had a couple of things down there, so I couldn't make it it's all good man it's all good my dear brother (laughs) i'm coming back man
1: yeah let's come back because i want to chop it up i want to highlight you about a few things too uh especially uh i need some um little advice i'm trying to yeah i want to set up my grandfather's thing to be amazing as possible so yeah what
3: up man what up d Hey,
1: what's up, man? Made it in. Hey, nah, what's hey man. What's going on, just, man? What up? What up? What up? Hey, man. I was just talking. I know Amir would appreciate this, but hey, man, I'm almost um, I'm almost done. My grandfather was a part of the Marine, uh Montford Point Marines that desegregated the Marine Corps, and uh, he, I'm almost done, man. But he's gonna get awarded the Congressional Gold Medal. He passed. Yeah. Congrats, man. That's what's up. Yeah. He, passed in, he passed in 2002, man, but he's still a powerful figure. And you know, I wanna honor him the right way, man. When you look at like the TV show, The Wire, like that department, my granddaddy desegregated that joint, man. You know, He was a legendary homicide detective in the city. Actually, I just, um, I bought a book and I actually talked to the author. I should see if I could do a pod with him, but He's older, um, older white man. And he is, I think he's in his late seventies, but he was a rookie cop and he was trained by my grandfather. So now he just writes books about, you know, about his you know, journey as a homicide detective in his career. And he had a, just had a book called cop stories. And he, it was like the first chapter just blew me away. Cause he was just like, You know, my grandfather's name was Fury Cousins. He was just like, Fury? I mean, he made everybody throw out their wardrobe and buy all new stuff. He made you want to step your game up every single time you walked into this office. His standard of how he conducted himself was such at an elite level. I was just like, damn, my granddaddy died 21 years ago and people
3: still talking about him. (laughs) Hey, man. But I want to pour everything I can into the ceremony, and it's gonna be nice, man. So we play the game. How I go? What you What you working on, Amir?
5: Um, I haven't really been doing too much. Um, I I still reaching researching my um my ancestor that was in the Civil War. Um. You know, I got, I got the records now and, um, it's a pretty, it's, it's a pretty like different story. Like it's, it's something like out of a movie or something like, you know, so it's, it's a lot of information there. Um, cause you know, when you get the, the records from the National Archives, they give the information on like, uh, w- what they did prior to the war. And so you get some kind of like, background information on like enslavement a little bit so um it's it's interesting but I, I'm still doing a lot of research on it um yes yeah, it's, it's a lot it's heavy though
1: yeah that's my move now man military records and that's the one thing that I was not doing at the level that I should as far as obtaining records and adding that to my research I only have a few military records so with this experience, I actually reached out to, you know, the foundation that actually, they're actually genealogists that look at uh, the Montfort Point Marines. There was 16,000 of them. And they go down a list and research these people and try to find surviving families if they are uh, passed on and reach out to the families and coordinate these uh, congressional gold medal ceremonies down in Jacksonville, North Carolina for them. So, Uh, that's probably be the next heavy lift I'm going to undertake, actually working with them to identify some of the families uh, with genealogy work. So I'm trying to clear my schedule because I know once I lock in, uh, it's going to be a deep dive, but I'm I'm excited for that one too. Especially my granddaddy's unit because you never know like what's available who who's still living that could tell you something or whose family has so what information. Corps, right? So yeah. Marine Corps. Yeah. Montfort okay. point Marines.
5: Yeah. My, my grandfather was in uh, the army, who's an infantry Sergeant World War Two. So, um, I'm actually, cause I had to be going back and forth with, the uh, the archives and trying to get these records. Um, because for some reason the link that they sent me didn't work or something. So it's, it's just a lot just going back and forth, trying to get records. But, um, you know, I mean, I knew my grandfather, so I knew a little bit of the stories, so, um, just trying to actually do like the, the documents and stuff. It's pretty ill. Like that once you served in the military, like that all gets documented and somebody can down the road a hundred years from now, somebody can request your record and get a little background information on you.
1: Facts. And that's our job to get all of it and have it so we can pass it down. You know what I
5: mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely get up on them civil war. Cause the, that gives a lot of uh, information on the, like prior to the civil war like what were they doing where they were enslaved um who they who they possibly enslaved
1: by? and you said the national archives in DC or the records in St. Saint, Saint Louis
5: So the the records in St. Louis that's more like World War 2 but like civil war you can get that from National Archives in DC Nice nice yeah you
1: know, so you know,
5: and, and it's, it's crazy because a lot of, uh, African-American families, they may have relatives that served in the civil war and they don't even know. Um, and when they do the research and they get those records, you, you could find a ton of information. Cause I found out who, um, my ancestor was enslaved by. You start doing the research from there. You see that he was bought from So from one man to another, him and his wife. So then, you know, you could kind of do a little bit of research from there or try to go a little back. So right now it's it's looking like uh, Mississippi. Um, You know, that's, I guess the furthest I can go back right now you know, so they were sold. I guess multiple times before they ended up in Florida.
1: Okay, man. Keep me updated on that, man. That's each, I got it's, this. It's a it's
5: it's a it's a crazy it's a crazy story because um
0: I got my lot of, ready.
5: Yeah, a lot of people haven't um. You know, when you think about Civil War, you think about, like, uh, the the guys from the 54th and all that. But, um, you know, there was other, you know, they call them colored, color, colored regiments. And, you know, I have an ancestor mm-hmm. that was in the Navy during the Civil War, you know? And I thought I was the only one, that, you know, who had served in the Navy. I thought everybody was Army, but yeah. uh, going all the way back it's 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 a lot of
1: information um my third great grandmother's stepfather i kind of i keep him in my tree i consider him my ancestor because she you know he was raised by him since they were um since she was like three or something like that so you know him and three it was three of three brothers they were all um
3: sailors and also, that area in Virginia are generations of oystermen, fishermen. And that's
1: what got my family from Virginia to Baltimore for to be longshoremen. Wow. So it's just ironic that I'm a sailor.
5: Send <laughs> in the
1: DNA. Uh, I didn't call it to.
3: And then on my, um, my great-grandfather on my great-great-grandfather on my um, other maternal line, he was a barber
1: in Charlottesville, and he comes from I mean, they were generations of barbers since the 1840s, and they worked outside of um, uh, University of Virginia. So I was a barber in the military as well. <laughs> it's just, it's just like once you do that research, it's just like, man, this is this is dope to be able to kind of, you know, do some of the same
3: things and walk the, you know, walk the same kind of steps your ancestors did and get to know them a little better. I gotta grab some more records though. Shaysha, what up? D, what's good? Welcome to these genealogy streets, man. Yeah, man, I'm just sitting here
1: listening, taking it oh. all in. Yeah, what's up, Sace? we we gonna do this room this
6: week? What'd you say, D? No, I found out that um somebody I was in a room and I forgot what it was, but someone hit me in my back channel and told me that um when I was talking about my dad from Alabama, uh, that I you know they recognized the last name and that I also had family that of course in Michigan, but my family that migrated to Pennsylvania in um. Virginia, mm-hmm. and I dug a little deeper and found out, man. I was like, I mean, you know, it's like it's pretty cool. He ain't got a big name, but found out I got a third cousin, I think. Um, he's in the NFL, man. He was with the Rams and, you know, won a Super Bowl with him, and now he's with the Bengals. So, yeah, just nice. kind of following him. Just following him a little bit. Yeah, he plays uh, safety.
1: Mm. that's what's up. That's what's up.
6: Yeah, man, so I was like, I, I, I was happy to hear that, you know? And, and it's funny, because that's, that's what I was playing, safety. I said, go figure.
1: Yeah. Hey, man, hey, y'all, man, this is, my, this is my genealogy family right here on the stage, man. These are my people, man. We've been rocking, like, yeah, you know how they be talking about, yeah, we've been on this app for, like, three years? Mm-hmm. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: these are people I've been on the app with for three years. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Sasha?
3: Hey, how are you?
1: Good, good. So, you know, outside of that, D, what do you know about your family? Like, I, I, so you, first, you you got a family reunion this weekend, right? Yes, yeah,
6: today. And
1: I'm uh, getting ready. We're going to head
6: over there in about uh, maybe an hour. Mm. So, yeah, so my mom's yeah, side man. of the family. Man, what I heard, my mom showed me a picture, um, and I remember it was like black and white, of course. And she said that was my great great grandmother, and she was the first to come over here from West Africa. And I was, I, I didn't know, I if I remember correctly, I think she said Sierra Leone. So, I don't know how accurate that is as far as the location, but I know she was in Africa. So, you know, my dad yeah, Texas died, has yeah. those roots. Yeah, exactly. My dad's side, he said he, he believed his great great grandfather. Uh, <laughs> he still ain't happy about it, but he's like he think he was a white man. So, yeah, he was like he don't know the, the, the details of it. So, yeah, man, it's for me. It's just I don't know a whole lot. It's like bits and pieces, to be honest with you.
1: Oh, okay. I think I know a little more than you. So you ready to learn a little something? Yeah, man, I'm ready. You know?
3: Because you know after this, man. it's up after this, man? Say it again, you went out for a minute. Oh, so
1: my bad. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, man. It's you know. After this I'm gonna be a genealogy daddy, man. So are you ready to take this next step with me?
6: <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> hey, I'm ready, bro. I I I I've been wanting to know about my family for a minute and ever since um I like, <laughs> over a decade ago when I I believe I met my aunt on a train back from Colorado. I knew she was my aunt because she looked, it's like and some people, you know, it was like a doppelganger. She was a doppelganger, yeah. just a lighter version. That's
1: it. Mm, okay. So what you want to do? Do you want to start? I'm a little little better with your mom's side, but uh, do you want to st- what side do you want to start with first? Um, yeah, let's start with my mom's side. Because that's where you're going today, right?
6: Yeah, literally. So I'm like, might as well start with them. I'm, I'm going to be around them for a few
7: hours.
1: <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, what I got, man, you know, I think you already know this, but your um your family really comes from that uh you know, Panola County mm-hmm. um region that, you know, cotton was king over there, you know? Like that's where uh the majority of your family on your mom's side comes from, and that side I was talking about this before uh you came in, but that county was established by people just continuing to move westward so for instance i believe that your family is one of those families that i was talking about with the using the genetic mapping to bring families together because you have these families from like virginia and the carolinas that expanded into alabama and got a whole bunch of land or mississippi and uh primarily tennessee The same people that uh, the community where your your family's from is Carthage, And that was named after a place in uh, Smith County, Tennessee where my family is from. Uh, So it was just families expanding westward and at at every generation there was a migration, but you know, these white families uh, expanded their networks and, but they also tore black families apart. So it's just that you know your ancestors it's important to um to continue to build that and i would suggest um you get a dna test and we can link the dna test with this tree i'm going to send you and we can kind of piece that together but i know one thing is you know your mom's uh, your mom's dad your father, your grandfather he passed away like a few years before you were actually born but his um his name was, was it, was, what's that name? Start with an A again, I don't wanna mispronounce oh, it. Aphis. APHIS? Yeah, APHIS, it was a R in there, so I was like, man, I gotta wait till he,
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he tell me what it was, but uh, his name was APHIS, but he went by Jack.
6: Yep, Jack Bryant, yes, So, Jack Bryant.
1: Yep, yep, Jack Bryant, so he was from, you know, that Cawthorys, Panola County, uh, Katniss King, uh, he was also a World War II vet. He served almost three years in the United States military. He was buried with military honors. Um, I mean, there's pictures of his uh, pictures of his uh, his headstone, pictures of newspapers. You got some really good family doing research over there. So his father's, I mean his father's name was Peter Bryant. Peter Bryant was born in 1888. He was also from uh Panola County. And his mother's uh name was Rebecca Harris. She was from Shady Grove, Texas, which I'm sure you know where that is. And okay. the Harris for Definitely. Yeah. And so let me take let me take Peter Bryant back. So Peter Bryant is Jack's father.
3: His parents are named Cudgill Bryant. And emma smith so cudgill also you have a long history of
1: you know uh farm workers especially down in that area so like i said cotton is king and so if we look at cudgill's parents his their parents were john bryant and lucy bryant they list their they list where they're from is alabama They were born in Alabama and their parents were born in Alabama Uh, in the census records, even though they lived in Panola County, Texas, and that that speaks to that migration westward and them continuously breaking up families as they as they headed out to what would be their final destination. And that, you know, also that's why Juneteeth exists, because they was running. And it took them three years to actually get to certain areas of Texas to let them know that they were free. So a lot more research to get done, but it's more than likely your family was like, affected by that. And that celebration is probably why it exists because of what happened to your family as well. Cause I could tell you all of them uh, were, were enslaved on this side of your family. So yeah, John Bryant was born in 1835 and Lucy Bryant was born in 1836. Both of them list that where they're from is Alabama. So if we bring it back to Jack's mom, oh yeah, Emma Smith. Emma Smith is uh, Peter Bryant's
3: mother and that's Jack's father. So I got something cool, man. I got something cool. You ready for this? Yeah, man, I'm
1: ready especially you being a vet, man, this is what I was excited to see because, you know, usually people don't come up like this, especially with their research. So when I looked at uh, Peter Bryant's mother, Emma Smith, she lists, her, she lists uh, herself as being born in Louisiana, in February of 1862. Uh, You know, Louisiana is right over, you know, a rock's stone's throw from where that place is. And also, she lists her parents
3: as Robert Smith and Margaret Smith. So when I look at Robert Smith, Robert Smith was from Louisiana. He was born about 1837, but he enlisted... During the Civil War, for the forty seventh U.S. Colored Infantry for the Union. So, somebody from deep down
1: there, you know, you know how they, you know how they usually talk, like the the Deep South, where they fought for the Confederacy and the North. Man, your your ancestor fought for the Union. Man, he was riding. Uh, Damn. Yeah, that was special. That's a special find, man.
6: And what was his name again?
1: His name was Robert Smith. Wow. He was born in 1824. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you this when I'm done with it too. Um, right. Yeah, right. man. So Peter Bryan's parents, uh, Cut Gill and Emma.
3: Um, Emma Smith's parents were Robert and Margaret. And Robert, <laughs> actually, um, he lists. It actually is from the records, it says he's from Bryanville, Louisiana. So I don't know how far that is from where you at. Yo, to uh, be from LA, man, you got some deep Texas roots, man.
1: You're probably <laughs> the only generation that that's from LA, huh?
6: Yeah, actually I am. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else is from Cali, man. That's the
1: that's the funny part. Hey man, you grew hey, you grew up in LA just to go back to Texas. You did a Uno reverse <laughs> on them.
6: <laughs> now, that's funny you say that because that's that's a true statement. Everybody in my family, for the most part, is from is from Texas, and I knew I had some Louisiana roots. I just wasn't like I didn't know the details about it.
1: Yeah, we can see that. We can. Um... You do have a, a few more ancestors from Louisiana. You know that, Panola County. And, you know, it's not 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 too far out the mix. But if we go back down to Jack, So we just did Jack's dad and ran back in his line. Peter Bryant's parents and grandparents. But Jack's uh, mother's name is Rebecca Harris. Rebecca was actually uh, Peter Bryant's second wife. He had, uh, I believe, three children. And, his wife uh, passed away in childbirth in 1913. And 1912, he married Rebecca in 1913 and Jack was born in 1914. So uh, you do have a lot of, um, it's a lot of down there. You're probably gonna meet him today. <laughs> but Jack's mother Rebecca Harris was born in Shady Grove, Texas in March of uh, 19, 1842. And her parents were Nathan Harris and Sally Holt. Nathan Harris was born in 1861. No, I'm sorry, October 7th. Sometimes it's dope because you could just read off about this, about that, because they don't have exact dates. But not only do you have some great records down there in Texas, but you have some thorough researchers. So your second great-grandfather was born October 7th, 1842 in Panola County. And so Nathan's parents were Agnes Britton and Thomas Harris. Agnes lists where she's from as Tennessee. She was born in 1835 in Tennessee. Thomas Harris lists himself as being from Virginia. And he was born in 1830. So you can see, like, you look, you know... (laughs) you can see how quickly that your family. So when you talk about like your family was in Texas and then back down, like they were probably only in Texas about 20, 30 years, you know,
3: uh, before emancipation, that wasn't their general, you know, every generation, uh, was from there. So.
1: Yep. I just did Nathan Harris. So Rebecca Harris, which is Jack's mom, his, her mother's name was, um, Sally hope. And she is from Vicksburg, Mississippi. She was born 23 June
3: 1863 in Vicksburg, uh, Mississippi. Her mother's name was Martha Holt. She actually, this is probably the picture that you're looking at
1: uh, that your mom showed you. It's actually on there. So you can actually look at a picture on Ancestry. And you'll be able to see this when I send you this link. And I'll, I'll I'll send you this picture right now, but you could look at a picture of your second
3: and third great-grandmother today and have this in your phone or wherever you want to keep it.
2: Wow, man, you, man,
6: (laughs) I ain't gonna hold you.
1: Bring
6: it up, bring it up, um, some emotions.
1: It's okay, man. You you safe with me, bro. You could be emotional.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, did <laughs> hey, uh,
7: uh, Ray tell you I'm your 10 cousin yet?
1: <laughs> oh no, we we about, we about to slide to you next. We're like, you know, mute up. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Milton? This is my other good brother, Milton. You know, vets. Uh, veterans man really great guys I enjoy kicking it with them and supporting spaces that they do on Clubhouse so you know I wanted to bring them to you know
3: our our side of the app where the genealogists be at um, yeah man so except like get back to it Rebecca Harris's uh, mother
1: and grandmother you have pictures of, and they're probably going to display it today, but they they out of Mississippi. And, you know, we, one thing that's not spoken about, and we were talking about it a lot, is the intra country slave trade, where when the South opened up, especially after the Louisiana Purchase, uh, families that were together enslaved in the same areas for generations at a time. And there was long-distance movement, but not like this, were broken up. And as families started to acquire more land down south, and they spread out and created like this family network, um, they took their uh, enslaved and broke up families, sold them, put them on ships uh, from the east coast down south. It's a it's a lot of history that isn't really talked about as much, but I'm excited, man. If you want to do this DNA test. Uh, We can run this back later and break down and see if there are any connections from here to there. Um, I just did somebody's um, tree, my guy EJ, and his family is from where your family is from. And I traced, well, he did a lot of the work as well, but uh, trace his family from that county and track that white family from uh, Texas to Alabama to South Carolina, to North Carolina, to Virginia. And when I looked at his grandmother's DNA connections, it just showed that flow. Same same last name or different last name. I mean, it's just, you could just walk down the line.
3: But all right, let's finish up your mom's side. So uh, your mom's mom, your, uh, your grandmother, her name was, uh, Elnora Sanders,
1: and her father, her parents' name was Willie Sanders and Sarah Willaker, Whitaker. Uh, Willie Sanders was actually a junior, and he was from Grayson, Texas. Is, is that by there, or it's a different place? No, it's by there. Okay, yeah, yeah. He lists himself as being from Grayson, Texas. Uh, he was born March 23rd, 1900. And he lists his parents as Willie Saunders, Willie
3: Sanders, and Joella Forney. Forney is such a distinct name. Um, I'm working on taking that back. But I do have your fourth great grandfather. Uh, He was born in Tennessee, his name was Hamp Forney. And he lived a very long time, my friend. He Yep, yeah, he passed away in um
1: Padula County, Texas. So I'm able to take this back to your fourth grade grandfather, man. I didn't know how far I would take it back, because uh, you know, you up there in age and I don't know how. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we, we back on your great-grandfather, your grandmother's dad. No, I'm sorry. We're we on your uh, grandmother's mother now, Sarah Whitaker. Uh, he was, she was born 1903 in Panola County, Texas, and her parents' name were Jackson Whitaker and Mary Jackson. It's pretty cool. These are your second great-grandparents, and they were born in the 18, 1867. Uh, October of 1867, your second
3: great-grandfather, Jackson Whitaker, was born in Tennessee. Mary Jackson was born in 1874, and she lists where she was born in Texas. Another good thing is um, we have pictures of Jackson Whitaker and Mary Jackson. I am sending them over to you now. So if they are not at the friendly reunion, man, you can go stun on them one time.
1: <laughs>
3: man, I'm about to let them know a whole lot. Yeah. So another,
1: so we kind of, we pretty much wrapped up your mom's side, but I did have a, a, a surprise for you, my dear brother. Um, and so, you know, your, um, your your mother and all of your, all of her siblings, uh, do you know where they grew up at? Did they grow up in that Panola County area of Texas or they came closer to the city?
2: I don't know.
6: They came closer to the city from what I remember when I was born or when I was a kid, we used to go up to, um. West Texas up in uh, Seagraves.
1: Yep, that's it. That's where your family, that's where your, you know, your mom and her siblings grew up at. And I do have a really dope, dope surprise for you, my dear friend. I have, whew, it's a, this kind of made me emotional, so I know it's going to get you, but I do have pictures of your mom and all of her siblings in middle, middle and high school pictures, multiple photos of them. Wow, for real, man. My dog. Hey, man, I'm excited. I'm gonna get all this to you, and uh, it's gonna be a dope. Uh, you gonna have a really dope uh, family reunion, man. You gonna have a lot of good game for your family. Uh, you know, usually I, I say that you know, genealogy and learning your ancestors. Uh, puts roots to your trees, man. And it's important to be able to track your family's movements and see what they went through. How did they work? What did they do for, you know, how did they make it through life? Because, you know, all of us, especially the parents, look at our kids and is like, man, I just want, I'm just grinding to have a better life for my kids, for my grandkids, et cetera. They said the same thing and they were talking about us.
3: So, you know, it's one of the most important things that we could do, D, man. But yeah, how you feeling, man? Man, I'm glad I've been on mute, because, man, it's, it's it's right here. I wasn't expecting all this, to be
6: honest with you. Hey, man.
1: Was expecting a few things here and there. Yeah, man. And man, you know, when I'm on the clubhouse, when I'm in the regular clubhouse streets, man, I do a lot of talking trash and trolling, man, but I really get to it, man.
2: I really do this.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. So,
1: you ready to you ready to slide to your pop side or you, you wanna, you know, you wanna take a little break? How you feeling? Nah, man, this I'm shit. I mean I'm happy about this. i I got
6: you got me yearning for more. Pause. Oh damn, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: goodness gracious, D. Yeah, major pause. I had to really think uh, about that. <laughs> damn. Yeah, we
6: got pause that
1: Yeah, man. But yeah, you already know your you know your pops, your pops hails from Alabama. Uh, you know that Birmingham, Alabama area, and you know your your grandfather's. His name was Walter Lee Scott, and he passed away in 1857. He passed away
3: passed away when your dad was kind of a young man. He's around 12 years old, 11, 12 years old, and I believe he served in. I believe he served
1: in World War I, World War II. Yeah, I believe he did. Yeah, well, he drove dump trucks. Uh, he drove dump trucks uh, in World War II. And he was actually, he was buried with military honors down there. The one thing that I'm still combing through uh, with your uh, Scott side is that Walter's parents, I believe, passed away when he was a young child. So he lists his parents, but he was raised... I believe that he was raised by his
3: oldest, uh, I believe he was raised by his oldest sibling. In, 19, in 1930, uh, he's living in the house of, uh, a house of, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Thomas Scott. And I believe that that
1: is his oldest, oldest sibling in 1940. Uh, he's actually living with, uh, his grandparents, his maternal grandparents. So when I look at these, he was born in, uh, he was born in 1920. So when you look at 10, I mean, 30, 40, it kind of gives you a small snapshot of their lives and there's more work to be done on that. And, you know, Alabama has pretty good records if you can comb through them, but, uh, that's kind of where I'm at with the Scott side, still more to do. And also it's a very common name in that area, especially white people and black people. So you gotta kinda tread lightly when you're sliding through there. Um your so you I know you know you know your uh, paternal grandmother. I, I did have a question. Is your paternal grandmother still living? No, nah, man, she died uh six years ago. She, okay. was, she was at least she was in her 90s. That's what so. So it gets a little sketchy. It gets a little sketchy over the last, like you said, five, six, seven years ago. So I'm able to see her all the way up to 2012, 2013. I'm like, go ahead, go, go ahead. Still moving around. I, you know, been able to pull her up on records and stuff like that. But her parents' name, her par- her parents' names are Joseph Denson and Catherine Terry. They are, uh, they are both. They were both born in Georgia and came over to the Birmingham Jefferson County area of Alabama and you know raised a the family there I believe so if we look at Joe Dinson, uh Joe's father's name is Joe Till Dinson, and he lists himself being from uh Twiggs County Alabama I believe and also uh thing about your great your great-great-grandfather,
3: is that, uh, you ready for this, D? Yeah, man, I'm ready. Uh,
1: you know, you got some really dope history, man. I just enjoy looking at this. And right, so, especially in Georgia, after emancipation, African-Americans in large numbers, the African-American men went down to the voting polls and registered to vote. And I do have an actual form of your grandfather's, of your great-great-grandfather actually registering to vote.
3: Wow, man,
1: seriously. Uh, Yeah, man, Some some dope stuff, man. And so I have, what else, let me see, let me pull this up. So
3: yeah, just deep, deep roots in Georgia.
1: It's probably leading back to South Carolina, but that that's still touch and go because you have a lot of family on that side and it, their trees are a little shaky. They have different things. So I just wanna you know, really take my time and slow walk, not only the Scott side, but we we went back to 1841 on the Denson side, 1841 to 18, uh, 1836 is when your ancestors, your great-great-grandparents were born. So I really want to slow walk that thing and also the Scott side. You know, that's your name. So you, know, you got to get that right, right? Yeah, you're <laughs> right about that. So I got your grandmother's mom, Catherine Terry. She's born 1891 in Georgia. And her parents are also from Georgia. They are Sidney Terry and Luella Terry. Sid Terry was born March of 1866 in Georgia. And Sid's parents are named William Terry and uh, William Terry and Catherine Terry. And I have them in 1870 living in Talbot County, Georgia. He lists himself William Terry, which is your third great grandfather. He lists himself uh,
3: as a farm laborer born in Georgia in 1822. That's a stretch, my friend. You going back, man. You doing big numbers. <laughs> man. You in a deep water, man. You know, what's funny.
6: It's, it's the funniest thing. I have always felt a pull, like legitimately a pull to Georgia and Texas. I, I, and it was even at a young age, I, I had a thing for Georgia and I didn't, I didn't understand why it was to me. I always said I had nothing. I ain't lost nothing in Georgia. But mm-hmm. now it's starting to make a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, And here's another My one. Roots. So, yeah. When you talk about, um, when you talk about Catherine Terry, your your great-grandmother, her mother's name was Luella Cox. And Luella Cox was born 1869 in Harris County, Georgia. And she lists her father as Green Cox. And, and her mother is Rhonda Cox. So now you're talking about going back, I mean, a whole nother generation, man. Like, uh, Green Cox was born in 1840 in Harris County in, in Georgia. Uh, he's living as a farm laborer in Harris County.
3: So, I mean, the Georgia, the Georg- the Georgia roots are deep, man. Wow. You're going back into 1840.
6: Yeah. Mm, yeah, I see. I, that makes all the sense in the world. Why that pull to Georgia was so strong.
1: GA GA. Hey man, usually I don't walk through somebody's whole tree, but I know you got the friend of a reunion coming up and I wanted to, you know, equip you with as as much as you can. And I want to do another one, uh, soon. I want to talk to you. And uh, I know Sasha, you had a family reunion as well, and we can get some other people on the line, man. I really want to talk about family reunions, lessons learned, what did you bring to the table, and you know, why is this so important with our community? Because I think, uh, I know in my family, we don't do it as much as we should, so,
3: you know. So that's all I got for you right now, Talk with D. How you feeling? Man, I'm over here laughing.
6: Like, I, I really never understood why I had this. Like I said, man, that, there was a pull, like literally, legitimately. I felt something that connected me to that state. And I I knew, I, I knew. I thought, like my grandmother, I had heard that she was, um, like when she was a kid, she was around that area. But I didn't understand, you know, the depths of it. But now, you're going back to the early 1800s. And I have family there, you know. That's a. Uh, I see why the pool was so gr- was so great and so strong, because I mean we're talking about. I mean this is deep, deep family, and then Louisiana is even more funny because, I always wonder why I had a a, a, a I wouldn't even say attraction, but there was like a connection between me, and people in Louisiana or from Louisiana. Always like it was always a a, a amazing vibe and. And now I'm getting it like, okay, this is not some, okay. You know, I just happen to like them. No, there's, there's a, there's a family tie there. I mean, I knew Texas, but Louisiana. Yeah, man, I definitely feel it.
1: Yeah, so. yeah man. Well, man, it's an honor and a pleasure to be able to introduce you to your ancestors, man. You know, the link is coming uh, for your tree and just remember this tree is a work in progress. I want to work with you. You know, if you open to a DNA test, I want you to get one of those. Yeah. Cause it's great because we can link your DNA. We can link your DNA to your tree and then you can look at your DNA matches. And if your DNA matches have trees, it can line it up and you can, Be able to go back further, like i.e., like I'm working with Milton. Milton has his DNA test already done. I linked it to the tree that I'm working on, and I'm kind of slow rolling, taking my time, weaving through. So I'm sending you this link right now to your uh to your tree. What I need you to do is actually create an account first on Ancestry. It's free. You don't need to buy any memberships or pay for anything right now, but just create the tree. Um, so you can have access to, you know, the trees now. So now when you sitting there at the space table, you like, man, let me put you on some game. Uh,
3: <laughs> let me tell you about our folk. You seen this picture yet? <laughs> no, nah, man, I ain't gonna hold you. What you've done for me is, man, this is something I could
6: take. Man, because I told my dad about this, you know, it's, it's funny you mentioning this. I told my dad about everything you're telling me right now. Sorry, I got this business blast I'm sorry, I'm just in, I'm in my car right now, so give me a second.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt.
6: But um, you know, it's one of those things, man, where you know I told my dad about all this, and he knew that um, you know, that there was a possibility I had family in Michigan. And, you know, and things of that nature. He knew that,
3: but he was like, you know, well. He wasn't like, the, you know, he was kind of like. Oh. Yeah. Man, you down there in Boogaloo, Texas. You breaking up, man. Oh, man. You know.
6: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> I had to. I, man, every time I get in the car, it always does that. But. No, man. I was just saying. I talked to my dad about it, um, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and telling him that you know, hey, dad, you know, what do you know about you know your family outside of your mom? Like, what do you know about your dad? And you know, he said he didn't know a lot about his dad. You know, he said he he didn't know a lot. He just knew his mom, and you know, his mom didn't tell him a lot. She she kept secrets. So, you know, which is not uncommon you know especially when you're looking at the the um when they call it the silent era
4: my grandmother mm-hmm.
6: era yeah they they kept things to themselves they stayed quiet about a lot of things and so it's not too surprising that you know she was secretive and and you know for I mean I could understand you know why she was secretive when you look at all the stuff they had to endure and what they had to go through so i mean who wants to talk about those kind of things which is which means reliving it so yeah man i i understand it but it's it's just nice to know why i I felt the way i felt over the years like you know why do i feel this why why do i feel drawn to certain states and certain certain things like you know what's going on with that Why why do i feel it so now I can tie it to my, my ancestry tree and, 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 you know, and I feel like, OK, you know, something something's off with me.
1: Yeah. And there's more work to be done. And, you know, your dad was right about that, Michigan, because that's all Alabama, Alabama, up to Michigan, Chicago. Uh, you know, Detroit area, L.A., <laughs> You know, it was one of those like the Mississippi, like the central places, you know, where you can kind of, you're more than likely going to go up into the Midwest, but you can go left or right, you know, depending on what the situation is.
7: Yeah, right, did your, fam- so, your family needed permission so, to be in my state home, boy. Don't forget that. Shit, man, I don't know. Where they removed I don't know, man. <laughs> they, they,
6: shit, they were also, they were on some weird time from, my, from what I was hearing, but hey, I like this. I, I'm, I laugh at it, man, because like literally, I was telling Ray this that we uh, was on my mom and I were on our way back from my aunt's funeral, and man, we sat there and this lady and this man came and sat next to us, and this is before I knew what, you know this is before you know doppelgangers and all that stuff was really a, it was a term but nobody was really using it, and I swore up and down I said man, my aunt got a twin identical twin. Only difference was she was a yellow version of her, man. Like, the same mannerisms, same voice, same look. And I just stared at her. I mean, literally was staring. And... St. and Oh, you know what, man? Let me ask you a question. Um, When, when my wife and I went on our honeymoon, we were in St. Martin? Yeah. We were in St. Martin, man. And when I tell you... We saw a woman who looked just like my uncle, like literally, like him. Like you know, you would have thought twins. Once again, it was like, okay, this, this is crazy because I, I mean, the only person I know with career, I, I don't believe, and the last name was Scott. The name was Scott. That's the
1: yeah, crazy man. Part. It's a lot of a lot of. Hey, we gotta get you DNA tested, man, who knows? It's a lot of interconnectivity. A lot of people think that, hey, since you from, uh, since you from an island, your family came from uh, the Africa to the island and that was it, man. There was a lot of movement. They had a story about how George Washington sold, uh, sold one of his enslaved people to Jamaica for sugar. You know, it was, you know, we tend to think that everything was closed, but it was wide open. And then it was closed to make us believe it was closed. But uh, one of my good, good friends from Trinidad, she did her treat only to find out that her ancestor served in a Revolutionary War to, you know, defeat the Brits, and he got he got his freedom. And I don't know how he got there, but he moved to Trinidad and Tobago, and so she was. Getting in there thinking that, oh, I'm about to learn where my people come from in Africa and go through Trinidad only to find out her third great grandfather was American. <laughs> you know, fourth, uh, it's like fourth or fifth, but you know, fought the Revolutionary War, man. There's so much. It's we we got a really deep, rich history and stories to be told. And yeah, now you got you got a you got a good chunk of yours. There's still more work to do though, man. So I appreciate you for rocking with me today, man.
6: I'm going to tell you this, man. you have giving me something that I can, I can run with because this is, this, like I said, I mean, this is more than I expected. And that DNA check, man, I'm, I'm excited about that because I already know, I have a feeling that there's going to be some things that's going to pop up. Well, some of going to make sense. Some of it going to have me probably wondering, like, I don't know, how, how did that happen?
3: So, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah,
1: you know, Milton, Milton, uh, I'm going to coordinate with you. I just wanted to bring you in here. I wanted to see, I wanted you to kind of listen in and see how, you know, I kind of did my thing and, you know, how it's kind of hard to dox this, you know what I mean? Because I start so, you know, I start with great-grandparents and 2nd great grandparents you know? Clubhouse could be treacherous. You got to watch yourself. <laughs> but, yeah, man. That's all. I think that's all I got for the day, man. I got to get back to, you know, I, I got, got a couple of the homies coming through. We're going to get on a grill. We're going to kick it. D, man, I sent you the link to the tree. So you could do that in your phone uh, if you want to move, but you can go in and you can create a tree. I mean, you can create an account for free. And then after you do that, go into the message I sent you and click that link. As soon as i click as soon as you click that link, it will automatically give you access to everything in the tree and so you're able to you'll be able to see uh a lot of the pictures and stuff like that that I told you about you got pictures of you know all your aunts uncles your mom you got pictures of your second and third great 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 grandparents some of this you'll probably see. And it won't be like a regular family reunion anymore where you're just like, wow, oh, oh, you'll be like, yeah, I just, I know that and I see that and I, you know. And another thing, too, uh, my dear brother, I am going to, uh, I'm going to show you my process on how I extract uh, clubhouse rooms that I coordinate and uh, put it in podcast format. So uh, I'll make sure I get you those videos on how I do. And then when I get that over there, uh, if it's actually published on uh, the podcast today uh, I'll send you a link and so you could talk about you know, what you learned today you can show them the tree and then you can send them a link to the talk so you don't have to go all the way back down here and re-explain everything all over again because I know that's a whole lot of fun at a friendly reunion where they're like oh what did you tell her? Could you tell me? You know what? What's your number? Here's the link. Boom. <laughs> you can just drop it on them you know?
6: nah man i'm looking forward to this because it's gonna be fun let them know that like i look at my uncles man you named off three names between my grandfather and great grandfather and it's that's three of my uncles right there that's their first names yeah so it's just kind of like it's just funny like dang so this is where y'all names are coming from
1: nothing changed i got I just worked on these ladies, just real quick. I worked on this lady's DNA tree, uh, her DNA, her family was from South Carolina. And I think her, her third great grandfather's name was third or fourth was named Moses Jett. He was born 1815 in Virginia. Now they're down in, uh, as elders in South Carolina and then you start to look at the white jet family and how they broke off the Alabama, Georgia, and Texas. Um, why is there a Moses jet? There are four different men that were born in the 1860s, close to the 1870s that not only genetically relate to her, but they all share the name Moses jet in Alabama, Texas, Georgia, and South Carolina. There's nothing new under the sun. Everything is rinsed and repeated, and you know, DNA is a powerful tool to connect everything. But man, how how you feel? I mean, Milton, you kind of you you know you sat on a sat in the back on a milk crate. How you feeling about this, man? What you what you think?
7: Um. Wow. Um. That's a real deep history. Hell of a story. And um man, I can't wait to hear mine, man, because it's a lot of um speculation. This one thing that I hope you have um, is a picture of my grandfather on my mother's side. And the reason I say this is because and I know it troubles my mother. My mom left Mississippi when she was eight to Saginaw, Michigan. She don't even know what her daddy looked like, bro. She never even like. She remember him like, from when she was eight, but she didn't even got a picture of him. She do not even know what this man looked like. And I told her about what was going on and how I was looking up um the family history because I was always real curious about where we from and who I'm kin to and all that. Like, and uh, all my mom want is a picture of her father. And I think that that'd be better than giving her any money or anything else in her life. She just really want a picture of her father. And I really want to be able to deliver that to her, if it's there. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's a heavy, I haven't been able, I haven't found a picture yet, but Mm -hmm. I'll keep my eyes open. And also, one thing about, you know, you've already done the DNA testing, you've already uh, we're building the tree out. So you never know who you'll be able to come in contact with that may have that
7: yeah you feel me yeah but that's all she wanted is a picture of her father but other than that man i'm just interested to see who is who what is what because um one story and i want to see if this confirmed because my dad told me one story right he said that um our last name was really supposed to be johnson but well, one of my family members uh escaped from a plant station plantation what happened was so the story goes is that it was a white man in a wheelchair and um, they was picking sugar canes or something like that. And he hit my great grandfather, uncle or somebody with one of them sugar canes. And he hit him and he knocked him out the wheelchair and he ran away. And that's how we got to Arkansas. That's the story I was told. So he always said, if I ever deal with anybody and they last name Johnson, watch it, that might be your cousin. And that story runs through the family. So I always wanted to know, like, was that true? Do I Am I in, related to any Johnsons? You know what I'm saying? Like, always wanted to know, you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of stories and a lot of things that went on through the family. And uh, what made me really interested, Ray, was um, I got a cousin named Gabrielle King. She found me on Ancestry. That's my cousin. And she never knew who her father was. And she found her dad through me. See how that went was. Powerful, man. Yeah, that opened up a door. Well, that ancestry opened up a lot of skeletons, I'm going to tell you, because Cuz is married. Yeah. And he cheated on his wife back in the day. And he's a truck driver. So, you know, they got them lot lizards out there. That's what they call them, right? (laughs) So, he got a lot lizard pregnant. And her mom was on drugs and stuff back in the day. So really, he got a crackhead pregnant back in the day. And she had my cousin <laughs> and raised her and found out. And it come to find out that's her daddy. So now he was married to my cousin for 40 years. He was married to his wife for 40 years. Found out he had a baby by a prostitute on the road when he was truck driving back in the day. And that was the final straw. She divorced him behind that, bro.
1: Goodness
7: gracious! Yeah, man, like it, You got that, some that heat, man. Was... I'm a um. Yeah, like so. Yeah, that's when I knew, like, all oh, this ancestry shit, real. I was like, wow. And I was always looking. I was like, well, I hope I find a genealogist one day to like research the history. Ah, and, yeah. You know, found yeah, you. Yeah, you found you,
1: <laughs> so, you found your genealogy, daddy, man. I'm here. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. You feel paused?
1: Yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, man. Uh, like, yeah,
1: yeah. Let's set up on Monday. I think um, I'll see I'll see what's popping tomorrow, probably Monday. We, we set up a little 45 minute room where we can uh, go down. I got one important thing I'm really working on in your tree. I want to make sure it's tight. But yeah, we're going to do something probably Monday, man. So.
7: Nah, man, yeah. is it interesting?
1: Yeah, it's super interesting. That's why I want to make sure it's right. For real? Yeah. And, and you know Amir we still got that um we still got that dedication room we 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 got to go out for Tracy you know
5: yeah definitely
1: let's 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 plan that too uh real soon hopefully this week if you know all our schedules align uh I, we lost a we lost a good me. a good friend Tracy Stubblefield a member of our community so we just want to you know take some time and honor her honor her memory and you know, all the good things that she imparted on us, man. She's a uh, She was a therapist and, you know, a lot of things that we do, we deal with a lot of trauma. We uncover a lot of family secrets and, uh, you know, sometimes it could uh, shift our spirits a little bit. And she was there to give us free uh, context, advice, and, uh, you know, wisdom to impart upon us. So I want, I want to take a, you know, take some time and honor her memory,
3: but yeah. I'm going
5: to send you a, a bunch of people your way too. Cause uh, there's some people that I've been coming across a lot of people trying to uh, figure out who they, they uh, either their parents are or grandparents. So, and I have a couple people that showing up as close relatives too. I don't know. I can't figure out who the, who the hell they are. <laughs>
1: so let's get I, it, man.
5: I, I, people to send your way.
1: Let's get it. Let's do it together. You ain't got sent on my way. Teamwork make a dream work, bro. Yeah. As far as the, the,
5: the, close cousins, I just, I think there may be something too with that. Um, you know, they may have been raised by uh, a parent. That's not really their parent. And, um, I never really kind of dealt with that. I know a lot of you guys have dealt with that before. So
1: Yeah, let's work. Let's work though. I'm excited about that. I'll get with you. Get with you. Let's do something this week. Um probably probably Monday. Let's let's do let's do something, man. Back, something we about. back we back outside, man. We not going back in. <laughs> <laughs> my
7: treat. You ain't found no other baby mamas and shit of mine, did you? Like,
1: nah, man. I think we good on that. But let's let let me look through it again. I appreciate. <laughs> it, <man. laughs> all right, y'all. I gotta I gotta I gotta get out here, man. I gotta I hear my my little man uh, doing backflips upstairs, man. I gotta take him to the slam chair. I <laughs> appreciate it. Monday, right? Yeah, yeah. I get with you. I get with you, later, and we can set that up, and we all. Um, we i cool. all coordinate something, man. We got a lot of work to do. So, you know, Sasha, we got the friend of a union room. Talk with D, we still working. Amir, we always in business. You know, man, we got your tree. Man, I can go down the list, man. We got. I got everybody to talk to, so let's, let's get back to having fun again, family. All right, my boy. All right,
3: man. All right, bro. Hey, man, I once again appreciate it. You know, that's,
6: you're giving me a lot that
1: i didn't have it first so it's gonna be fun to go to the reunion talk to everyone be like yeah man you know knowing about this and that yeah man i got me a genealogy daddy and he showed me the way hey you see you see why i turn that thing on man people like talking i don't care what type of big mic you got you gonna shut up when i start talking in that one All right, fam. Uh, you know, I got some stuff to text you, D. I'm going to shoot it your way. And um, yeah, I see all, our, all y'all Monday, man. Peace and love. And I'm turning this, I'm going to download this. I'm going to turn it into a part. And I'm going to drop the link in our Facebook group. So, you know, I'll let y'all
3: later, fam. Have a good one. All right, bro. you take care. Peace.